What is that one? What? What was that one? The gentleman was brought in our minds. Uh-huh. Lawrence, I don't know why. I got to go back and, and redo that. Welcome to the Awkward High Five Podcast. My name is Devin. And I'm Rich. And um, so, yeah. What's going on, Richard? Feeling suicidal today. <laughs> let's let's get this out in the air. People like when we bitch at each other, and I have a whole lot of bitching to do for you. And uh-huh. and look, I'm not I'm not judging. I think what happens when I uh, when I complain to you is that you feel you you turn you you turn into like the teenager figure, and then it treat me like I'm the father figure, like. Like you just got caught cut, uh, cutting school to smoke weed, and now I'm trying to re- <laughs> I reprimand you, and then you're just like whatever, dude. Like you know what I mean? Like you you do that shit to me. But I want to talk about the the last two days. Um, so w- we do the show on Tuesday and Friday, mm-hmm. right? We had a great show on Friday. We had friends in. Yeah, it was, that was your, a great it was your one. birthday weekend, and we had a we had a celebration. And I've I've complained to you before on the, off the air a lot, but on the air somewhat. Mm-hmm. About your tendency to not give a shit about things, and I talked about. I care. I, I know you say that, but actions <laughs> speak louder than words, my friend. Fucking um, like we and we've talked about the band before, and every time I bring it up about the band, you get pissed. You're like, that never happened. That never happened. But what you did? What our band that existed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant we were about to play. Okay, right. But but no, I'm talking about the one that existed. It, 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 and it, and I don't know if you don't know this about your character, or you do, and you just don't care. But you don't, you don't, you just don't accept responsibility. And and uh, and and see, I hate doing this because I feel I I I. This is the only time in my life where I and I act like a, an enforcer, like a fucking. You know what I mean? Like my life is off the fucking rails. People should be telling me what to do in life, and I'm sitting here trying to tell you. <laughs> So basically, what I'm getting at is last night we do the show on Tuesdays and Fridays. Ever since uh, we had our big blow up fight, uh, Xanax fight, however long that was, and then we skipped the show, and then I went away for a week, and then we came back, and then we got on a regular schedule. There was last week we were supposed to do the show on Tuesday. It was your girlfriend's birthday, and it was close enough to your birthday, so you texted me early in the day and you said, "Hey." And to, 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 in your defense, you, you said, you said, hey, uh, uh, Crystal's parents are taking us out for our birthday dinner tonight. I'm still going to make the show. I just don't know if I'm going to be late or not. And I said to you, don't worry about it. Uh, we'll do it. We'll make it up tomorrow. I don't want you to have to rush out of there or, or, or like stop having a fun time to come to the show, which was fine. You text me early. You told me the situation. That's responsibility. Right That's there. okay. That's great. <laughs> Last night. Around we do the show. You're supposed to be here at eight o'clock, right? Uh, we do the show uh, uh, at eight o'clock. Last night, I'm getting all ready uh, to 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 set up the the room and, and get everything ready. It was like four o'clock. You when text I texted me at six thirty. You text me an hour and a half. No. Yeah, I can show it to you right here. You text me an hour and a half before the show, and this is what bothers me about it. And and uh, hang on for a second. Yeah, right here, seven nineteen. 6.37 p.m. is when you text me. And you said, me and Chris are going to AC tonight. We'll make sure to have good stories for tomorrow. That's the most passive fucking uh, aggressive bullshit in the world. Well, it's passive. Yeah. Because, you, because instead of just saying, like, hey, can't make the show tonight, uh, you, knew that you knew that I was going to be pissed about that. Correct? Why, though? Why would I be pissed about you call, texting me and, and not even an hour and a half before we're supposed to go on air and tell me that instead of doing the show, you're going to AC and not doing the show? Why would I be pissed about that? I mean, <laughs> I found out that's I wasn't going to work today. So it was like, see, this is what you and this is what you used to do with the band, too. You would be all about doing the band unless something that was just a little bit more fun came up. And then you (laughs) fucking just went and did that. We do a show on Tuesdays and Fridays. I I fucking uh, turn shit down all the time, especially on Fridays. People are like, you want to go see this fucking do or you want to do this? And I say, no, I have the show tonight. If somebody was to come up to me last night and said, hey, do you want to go to Atlantic City? I would have said, no, I have to do my podcast tonight. You said. 
said, "Fuck it, it's an hour and a half before the podcast. I'm going to text Devin, and then I'm going to, and then I'm going to, and then I'm going to use the disguise of, oh, I'm going to have so many cool stories about this tomorrow. Number one, you assumed that I would even be available today, which, by the way, I did have plans, which I canceled because I want to do the fucking show for us to do tonight. So you didn't say, hey." Uh, like, uh, you know, I'm not going to make the show tonight. I'm sorry it was last minute. Or is that okay? Can we make it up tomorrow? You just text me with, hey, going to AC with Crystal tonight. Going to have good uh, stories for tomorrow when I just assume that we're going to make up the show that we don't do on Wednesdays. We do on Tuesdays. <laughs> do you okay. understand where I'm coming from? Uh, yeah, yeah. Does that not register in your head? Like, I understand that you don't, we don't make any money yet, knock on wood, off of this fucking podcast, but it's still, it's still a response. You like doing this, right? You want this to become something, yeah, correct? Yeah. So why wouldn't you put the energy that needs to be put into it? That's what kills me. And the same thing used to kill me without the band. We'd have like a big show coming up, and it would be band practice, and then Richie wouldn't show up because he went to hang out with some chick or something like that, and we'd all be sitting there like... That's what I don't remember. I remember always being at band practice. This is not true. Really? Yes. I thought I was always the one that, that came to band practice. Mm-mm. And it would always be some it, like I the birthday thing I understood it, it was your girlfriend's birthday the parents probably offered to bring you out to dinner you can't turn that down you text me way early in the day I was able to put all the the uh, the alert out on social media and say hey we're not doing a show tonight tomorrow night and all that stuff but I mean I'm I'm sorry and, and this is where I again I feel like I'm being a parent to you <laughs> is it's unacceptable for you to call out on the show an hour and a half before that we start recording and then just act like it's all good I guess it's not all good <laughs> <laughs> and then to get even more fourth wall I ask you to do and and, and I, look I'm not mad at you I'm just I'm just getting this all out you're okay mad, you're mad I'm not I'm 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 controlling a bunch of emotions. There better not be any chicken farm out there. There's not. There's right. some meatballs, but oh, you're not allowed to get those. It, it, well, it, the one thing I could give you is that you you're you're uh, bright eyed and bushy tailed today. So <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking dying. Okay, good. We could talk about that in a little bit. Let me get my shit out. Okay. Uh, yesterday was a bad day for me. I'm I'm dealing with some shit. Uh, some some stresses in life right now, and uh, and that confounded it. So maybe maybe <laughs> maybe I am. Maybe I am extrapolating a little bit more onto you or whatever, but this needs to be heard. And I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. Oh, oh, no, no. Okay. Yes. Your truancy is unacceptable. (laughs) And I I wish there was some sort of, this is supposed to be a 50, 50 juncture. I'm not supposed to be the boss here. I understand that I might, that I might lead the conversation a little bit more. I understand that this was my idea going into it. And I understand that I understand that I know how to use these electronics more than you, but this is still a, you could just like superimpose my words in there. Like that, that, that (laughs) create a conversation. See, you think that that's a fucking, viable solution i know that you actually do think that is what bothers me here's the other thing that i'm just putting out there i'm putting it on the podcast and it annoys the shit out of me and uh and so i everybody could send feedback and tell me that i'm crazy and that i'm being a fucking nazi or whatever but here's the deal i don't ask anything from you on this show except to show up and be be yourself and be funny and be willing to open be open and talk right that's the main thing I ask one more thing of you, and we've gone through this a billion times. Do you know how hard it is? Come it up doesn't matter. It, it's so not. Hard. It, here's, it is the hardest thing. Okay, in the world. let me finish my sentence so they know what I'm talking about. I, I ask you to come here twice a week. With and every time that you come here, come here with a list of ten things to talk about. Now, here's the th- reason why. And I, we've gone through this a billion times. <laughs> It's not because we're going to use all 10 things. It's not because we might even not even use any of them. It's to get you in the mindset of throughout your daily life, while you're at work, while you're hanging with your girlfriend, while you're doing all these fucking things, that you, you're you in the mindset of always being like, oh, this might be good on the show and coming up with ideas for the show. Yeah, I get that. Uh, then why don't you do it? It's fucking impossible. It's not impossible because they could be, and I've, this is another thing that I've told you a million times. They could be bad ideas. I know, but even bad, it's just anything. It's like impossible. <laughs> even one day, like one time I spent like the whole week, I only got to nine or eight. I couldn't even break 10. Here's what you don't understand. And, 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 and you refuse to understand. This. I get it. I, I've tried it a million times. I could come up with 10 things right now. They're not going to be good things, 
But I could, you know, there, there's the Beatles anthology. Let's talk about the Beatles. Here's this black dude playing a bass. Let's talk about how many <laughs> black dudes play basses. Here's here's that old Samsung computer. Let's talk about how you know, it doesn't matter. It goes on and on forever. You could just come here with ten things on a piece of paper, and then sooner or later, maybe two of those things will be good. And then sooner or later, three of those things will be good. And sooner or later, and then sooner or later, you'll be coming here with ten pretty good fucking things, and our show will get better. And that's the way it works. Every radio show on the face of the earth has meetings with their producers and their co-hosts. Everybody comes there with ideas every day. It's a requirement. It's all I ask for you. And we when and just so the people listening to this show know behind the scenes a little bit is that we've had this conversation now like how many times? Like ten. Yes. So and, there's ten things right there. And what happens? <laughs> Every time is you say, okay, and then the next time you show up with a list of ideas. And I'm like, it's never 10. Yeah. Oh my God. It doesn't, the 10, get the 10 out of your head. The 10 is just a number just to make there to be some sort of uniformity to it. Uh You understand? The, The thing is, is that I can't have you showing up here. I'm glad. I'm more than happy to do everything on this podcast. Everything. I, I don't care. It was my idea. It's my baby. I want you here with me to do this show. So as far as the mixing and the editing and, and the and the marketing and the and the posting and the social media accounts and all the bullshit that I do, I'm more than happy to do it. All I want you to do is come here with ten ideas. It's it's I'm telling you. You could just be if you if you're coming here and and you have eight ideas. And you see a fucking cat cross the road, right down a cat crosses the road. <laughs> That's number nine. And then fucking, and then when Crystal drops you off, if fucking she speeds away, right, Crystal sped away in a car. That's number <laughs> 10. You see what I'm saying? It's not about what the ideas are. It's about the practice of knowing that you need to come up with 10 ideas a week. And you just don't do it. And it's the most frustrating thing in the world because I don't ask you to do anything but that. <laughs> I, I literally ask you to come two hours of your life to come here and talk, which I know that you like to do. It's not like I'm forcing you to do that. But that's a little shaky that you could even make that happen sometimes. And then just come here with ideas. I'm done bitching. But you got you have to understand how frustrating it was last night to get that text. And I even texted you back. I said, okay, well, I wish you would have told me this a little bit sooner. And then you didn't respond to that because you're probably just like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm on my way to AC. So... Tell your AC story. I hope you lost really bad. I lost terribly And bad. I hope you regretted it every second that you were there. I did. I okay, do. Good. I, I still do at this moment. Good. <laughs> yes. Good. So the plan was to make lots of money because I am so great at gambling. <laughs> was the conversation you had with Tom the other night like a catalyst to this? I guess. Because I, I saw you, both of you two are degenerate uh, gambling addicts. <laughs> and uh, I don't believe, I know my brother is, and I don't believe Mikey is. And when you guys were having that conversation, like I saw the glimmer in both of your <laughs> eyes. Like you guys locked eyes with each other and like, remember when we won that? Like I saw you guys get happy, you know? I I guess it was because I I thought about it ever since we left here that night. So, yeah. I thought I was going to, I guess a lot of people think when they, you know, head to AC, they're going to win, but. That is I, uh, a fool's fucking thought. I, I, Why would you ever think that? I don't. If I didn't start on the hard alcohol, I think I would have done good. Because after I blacked out and I circled the Borgata a hundred times, knocking on every door because I forgot which room was mine, and then finally after like two hours found my room. Wait, were you not with your girlfriend? Or no, I, well, n- I, after a while she went up, I, I think. I think. I, I was drinking Jack the whole time, so it was a little shaky, but I was up for a while. I had a lot of fucking chips, I remember. And then What were you playing? craps mm-hmm. so i had a lot of chips well let's let's talk through, how much did you go there with just like 200 bucks okay so i i was up for a while though like way up over 200 i wasn't counting my chips but i remember like coloring up a lot you know mm-hmm. so i had a lot of chips i blacked out for a while but then i i woke like i went back to the room and i woke up this morning with mad chips in my pocket so we ended up staying during the day today and tried to win more money and that was the, the worst idea ever and I'm fucking so hungover, and I want to die. <laughs> there's, uh, there's That's a, it? That's the whole story? Well, no, there's other things. You walked in this room without without your ideas, and I said, what do you have? And you're like, well, I'm just going to talk about the shit that went down well, last night. And I, you just talked for three seconds I know, about it. Well, I, I cut something out. I don't, I don't want to talk about that. What? I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So I'll just change it a little bit. Yeah, cool. So I, there was a one point where I was like really starting to get drunk. And I was like, you know what? I want some weed. I was like, someone's able to find weed in this town. 
So I step out. It's the Borgata, so it's on the marina. So there's, like, mm-hmm. no, like, down. You can't walk anywhere to get anything. So I'm looking for weed, and I'm trying to find weed. And I end up talking. Well, the Borgata is, the Borgata is like, off, right? It's not on the boardwalk, No, it's right? on the marina. And that, is that, like, the last casino that's open there? On the, mari- on the marina? Or, or anywhere. Isn't AC, like, down in the dumps? Yeah, it's totally down. Now, let me, let me just... My opinion of AC is always is that it fucking blows. That's another thing. When you're like, go in AC, I was like, well, you're not even doing anything fun. Fucking, no. Why would you go there? That's like... That would be like my mission going to, to get, fucking a swamp and just hanging out for no reason, <laughs> know, getting bit by mosquitoes with totally a bunch of sucks. assholes around me. It totally sucks. But I'm That was a weird analogy, by the I way. I wanted to... Uh, I wanted to get rich uh-huh. <laughs> and get rich quick. Yeah, because that's what happens to people in AC. <laughs> that's why the surrounding area of AC is so affluent and everybody's uh, wearing big top hats and chewing on fucking <laughs> gold pieces and wearing monocles and celebrating life because everybody gets rich in AC. I know. It's not a place to go to just dump your money for no reason. But okay, go ahead. So you wanted to get weed. Yeah, I wanted to get weed. I wonder what part of the story you're changing. So, uh, so I was on this big mission to get weed, and I'm, you know, hanging out with uh, not the best people in town, and so I end up getting weed, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's shit weed, and I feel like shit, and I thought I was going to get shot hanging out with these groups, but uh, I guess they just beat me for the weed, because it wasn't weed, I don't know what the fuck it was, but it made me feel like m- more and more shit, so I'm dying right now today. So it's a nightmare. So the weed made you feel like shit. The yeah. alcohol made you feel like shit. You yeah. lost all your money yeah. that you brought down there, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a big nightmare. I should have never went. Should have came and did the show. Brought my 10 things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Now, here's the deal. Everybody at home just went, ah, like, <laughs> like that. That's he saw the, the right away, the passage. I mm. guarantee you that next month, not even next month, in two weeks from now, we're going to be having this conversation <laughs> again. Not on air, hopefully, because I don't want to I don't want to keep bringing this fucking thing up. But, you know, no, nah, the gods punished me. <laughs> I'm feeling the effects. <laughs> Look, I don't I don't see I you know, I would I would like I've never been to Las Vegas. You've been to Vegas, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you told a story with it. Yeah. Like I've never been to Vegas. I would like to go out there, even though I don't like gambling, I would like to maybe put like five hundred bucks to a thousand bucks aside and then go to Vegas and like have like a day of like I'm just gonna fucking gamble and see what happens and shit. But I I, I don't know if it's different or or whatever, but but AC doesn't have that same like glamour to it. AC no. is just a depressing shithole that you just go to hand your money to people. <laughs> That's exactly you what know. It is. And and I listen to people's success stories. Like you have a that success story about your buddy. That, that was an, oh, I thought you meant uh, my Vegas. Oh uh, no 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 oh, yeah. Big John. Well, that ended up being a shit. Right. Fucking... And and Tom had that story the other day. And and every once in a while, and Tom has his own stories. And I every once in a while, people come back and they're like, oh, I'm up a thousand bucks and all that shit. Which really, it's like, yeah, you're up a thousand bucks. But if you were to go back and 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 somehow tally all the money that you put in there before, I'm sure you're still down a bunch of like fucking... in history. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. But but I don't. You just don't hear of people winning big in Atlantic City because it doesn't happen. And you gotta know now, especially now that all these casinos are going bankrupt and out of business. That that you know, I'm not saying that they control the odds of these games or if that's even possible, but. Whatever uh, fucking like leverage they would have to make it more difficult for you to win money there, I'm sure is enacted now <laughs> because of the the you know the dilapidated state that that place has become. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's it's gonna close down completely soon. It's a fucking ghost town. Wasn't it wasn't um uh, uh our old college our, our old alma mater, if you will, was like renting out space in casinos for. For uh, dorm yeah. dorm rooms, yeah, that's the nuttiest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, or they they wanted to, but no, I believe they were. Were they? Yeah, I believe it was in one of these casinos that was getting was all jacked up and 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 uh, was going out of business. And Stockton University, uh, which is where me and you both graduated from, I guess that school has become well. It's actually become a university. When we went there, it was the Richard Stockton College of New Jersey. Yeah. It was a state school. Now it's Stockton University. It's gotten bigger, and I guess they had an influx of students that they didn't they didn't have uh, dormitories for or housing for. So they they actually bought like I, I I don't know like a tower in a fucking casino, and the fucking people were living there. They were going to school there. Imagine that you show up for your first day of college and your dorms in a casino. <laughs> yeah. And then you spend your tuition and fucking lose it. Well, that's what we used to do. I mean, and I didn't do it a lot, but but I did it a few times where uh, 
we worked at a pizza place. And I remember I would make sixty eight. I think it was sixty three or sixty eight dollars a week. That was that was my pay, <laughs> and uh, which wasn't enough to really do anything. The only reason that we worked at that pizza place is so we could eat for free. Yeah, that was yeah. the main function. The money <laughs> the money was secondary to it. So uh, it, it it was kind of like sixty three bucks wasn't even really that much to buy a pack of cigarettes and, and some beer. Well, we got smoked for free too. Yeah. Well, sometimes yeah, yeah. by robbing the uh, well, not robbing, but the uh, you the, know the store next door. Yeah, the sc- connected. Yeah, yeah, right. But um, uh, the uh, it, sometimes I would take that paycheck and go to the check cashing place on White Horse Pike. Get by the time I got my money, it would be like exactly sixty dollars or whatever, and then I would just go to AC and I would take the sixty dollars and I would put it on black. And sometimes I'd have one hundred and twenty dollars, and sometimes I'd have zero dollars. And when I had one hundred and twenty dollars, my life was fucking great that week. I was like fucking throwing money Seriously, around and shit. One hundred bucks was enough to make it through the week at school. I remember. Do you remember the first time as a kid that you held like a, like a, a stack of money in your hand? Mm, no like how much well just enough for it to be large you know it doesn't matter what the denominations were well no because when you're a kid ten dollars is a lot of fucking yeah, money yeah. you know um but uh and this is weird because because I, I i'm not a money person i don't give a shit about money it's probably one of the reasons why i'm fucking broken and, and and going through the things i'm going through right now is i'm just not the type of person that money will ever drive me I just don't care about it. I try to. I fucking try to so hard. We could get into my weird shit in a bit. I, I but anyway, I, rem- I I for some reason I vividly remember um, there was a book fair at our elementary school. Oh yeah, remember they used to do these book fairs, yeah. and they would set up like a little area like in the library and they would put like uh end caps and displays and make it all whatever and you could go in there with your money and you could buy shit. I guess I for some reason or another. I guess I had been elected to buy certain stuff either for family members or maybe kids that were absent from school that day or whatever. But I remember uh, an adult, it may or may not have been my mother, it might have been somebody else, handed me a stack of money. I think there was like about a hundred bucks. <laughs> and it was like all a book middleman. It was all yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was it was like all fives and tens and shit. So like in my little fucking third grade hand, I was holding a hundred dollars <laughs> and I remember being like Holy shit, I'm rich. Like this is <laughs> You wanted to run off? I felt like I could live the rest of my life on that money. Yeah. I <laughs> I'll never forget that. And it's we you know it's weird. I was just listening to uh I uh who was I listening to? I was listening to one of Marin's podcasts and he was he was uh, interviewing one of his old comedian friends um some chick I, I can't remember her name right now she just wrote a book but she was talking she's 39 so she she uh, so she's like 3 or 4 years older than us and um she was talking about when she was like in her mid 20s and she was like she was like yeah you know and i was making like you know twelve hundred dollars a week which right i mean like you know now i know that that's not good money but back then like i thought it was good money and i was thinking man like no that's fine i like to me maybe this i don't understand money and i don't i, I think 1200 a week is pretty damn that's what good. i'm saying <laughs> that's, that's what i'm saying like i've made 1200 i've made over 1200 a week and i remember feeling like all right, I'm doing good with myself. If I was making twelve hundred a week right now, I'd be like, okay. I mean, of course, I'm not going to be fucking driving an expensive car or anything, but I'd be paying rent and my yeah, fucking bills, and, and life would be <laughs> fucking fine. But I feel, I, I feel like when it comes to money, I, I've, I've never grown up. I still kind of feel like that little kid where like a hundred bucks is, and and, and now a hundred bucks is nothing. You could hardly buy anything with, you know, a hundred dollars. Yeah, it's like a ten, it's like ten. But I'm just like, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Like I, I, I don't know. This is part of my stress is that uh, I I I don't have that drive to to make money that to where I'm willing to go do something that I don't like to do to make that money and further my life. It's it's really been a big struggle for me, you know. Um, I know what you mean. I'm at the point now where I, I literally don't have any money. When when I when I left my my shitty situation, um, which I've talked about a billion times in here ad nauseum. Uh, I, I somehow, even though I lost a fucking a shitload of cash on paying deposits for fucking photographers and and flowers and oh, shit yeah. for a fucking wedding, and you don't get that back? No, no, oh, no, no, no. Shit. I met my uh, the photographer for my wedding. We met on on Newark Ave at one of the bars on Newark Ave in Jersey City. Um, we met her. She had a bouncing souls tattoo. I said, "You're hired." The next fucking <laughs> the next fucking week. Uh, I sent we sent her a thousand dollar check 
and never talk to her again. Wow. Because that chick just got $1,000 for coming and, and, and drinking a couple beers with us at, <laughs> oh, at I forget what a bar we're at, but yeah. Man, that must happen a lot. Happens all the time. Damn. It's a good racket to be in. If you're like a photographer or flower person, I mean, you know, my story isn't isn't original. There's a lot of people to get yeah. to that point, and because of family pressures and all that stuff, the, the wedding breaks up. So anyway, the the whole point of that is that there, if you factor in the the amount of money that I spent on the fucking engagement ring, the amount of money that I put down on deposits, all the bullshit that went in, I dropped a, a ton of cash. You know, yeah. somehow, I don't know how. Um, but I walked out of there with, uh, I had $10,000. I had $10,000 saved up, right? It's pretty damn good. It was all right. I mean, I was working my ass off. I was making okay money and we were scrimping and saving for the wedding anyway for like the honeymoon and shit like that. So I was in a little bit more of a saving mindset and the, the, the actual numbers don't matter, but I guess I'm trying to tell you what I'm working with here is that, uh, I, I had $10,000. I knew that I was going to, to get out of my job. And the decision I had to make was, am I going to live for basically three months with this $10,000 or am I going to live for a year with this $10,000? And the decision was to live for the year. Thus, the reason that I came back to where I am to get shit or whatever going. So now that $10,000 has turned into, I don't know, probably about 800 bucks. <laughs> and now... I'm freaking the fuck out. But you know what? You did good. Well, I did. I also, I also uh, sold a, a lot of, you know, in my my tra- my path to minimalism. I sold a lot of things that I owned, so I was able to get some money that way. I worked some odd jobs that I made some money at. I was working for one dude that I was making steady money at for like two months. I got a tax return, which was like a, a couple thousand dollars. So. I've definitely spent more than a ten grand. I mean, Iceland alone was fucking. Yeah. You know, that was like a three, four thousand dollar trip. You know, uh, probably irresponsibly of me to do in my situation. Anyway, uh, that puts me in the situation now where it's like I need. I for the first time in a long time, I need money like now. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling the stress of that. And it and for me, it's a hard stress because I wish I was the type of person. They could say, okay, well, fucking, I'll just go get this job. And even though it's not going to pay well and, and, and whatever, but, but at least I'll have money coming in and then, uh, and then I'll, I'll move on from there. Because my problem is, is that I will not move on from there. Because every job to me sucks. And, 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 uh, yeah, that's what, you know, that's what a job is. Well, I mean, but there's a lot of people that like their jobs. I just, for some reason, the only things that interest me are things that are impossible to make money at. Yeah. Playing music podcasting, stand-up comedy, all that shit, which I, which I do and I'm working hard at and hopefully one day something will happen. But the, the day job thing for me is such a depressing thing no matter how it works hmm. that, I'll, that I will just stay in, in, in a situation whether I like it or not and then sooner or later my life will unravel and j- just like it's done twice before. And I look, back, I look back at both of those situations where I had a good thing going and then it kind of unraveled. And I could kind of point to my job at the time as being one of the factors where, I, rightfully so, like, like um, if, the, if, let's say, the girlfriend or, or whatever at the time like, ended up not liking me because I was miserable. And, and I was miserable because I hated my fucking job. And I didn't know how to be. You, you see what I'm saying? I, yeah. It's it's a it's a weird fucking spiral. No, I, I know exactly what you're saying. So now I'm in this situation. You know, I talk to people all the time because here's the thing: people always say, uh, they always say, well, you know, you just got to network. And I'm like, okay, well, I know a ton yeah, of people. I don't believe in the networking either. <laughs> well, I I know a ton of people, and I've put the word out there to a ton of people, like, hey, I need a fucking job. I don't have. I don't have the. My father is a jazz, a semi-retired jazz musician. My my mother was a waitress her whole life. And all of my family lives in other states that I don't. I don't even talk to. I don't. I, that I've never once, and I'm not complaining, but I'm. I've just. I've never once had the benefit of anybody giving me a foot in a door anywhere. It's never happened once in my life. Mm. I've never had the uncle who worked at, at like at this corporation when I was, you know, 20 and said, "Hey, yeah. I could get you in the mailroom and work your way up or anything." That's just never happened to right. me. I've had to make all my opportunities. Mm-hmm. And and some were good and some were bad. But uh I saw you know, now I'm really trying to do this networking thing because that's what everybody says they're supposed to do. I'm on fucking LinkedIn, which is the most useless bullshit in the oh, world. Yeah, that thing's that's done. Uh, right? No, right, I guess. Shut that down. But you know, I'm on there trying to make connections with at least the people that I used to, to to be connected to in the business world. 
and stuff like that. And then I, I put, you know, I put the fear and I think this is the problem and I'm not going to bitch about this much longer, but this is what's on my mind. So I'm just letting it out. I, I think the problem is this is, and, and this is probably my, my fault. It's obviously my fault, but I don't, I still at 36 years old, don't know what I want to do besides these things that I do that don't bring in income. So, so what happens is, and this conversation has happened a, a bunch of times in the past, let's say, year that I've been throwing out feelers about jobs, is people say, I say, yeah, I'm looking for a job. And they go, well, what do you do? And I'm like, anything. And, and they're like, well, what is it that you do? And I tell them, uh, it, what I do is the one thing that I don't want to do. Right. So what I did for the last 12 years of my life for money the reason I'm not doing that now and still making that money is because I hated it and I want it out. So it's almost like take all that time that I fucking wasted, it, it, well, you know, or spent, and it's almost wasted because I could go get a job managing a real t- retail store right now. I could probably go to uh, whatever. I, I, I even cringe thinking of this, but I could probably just go to like a Best Buy or a Target or something like that apply for an assistant manager, be a store manager in a few months, make decent money doing it, but fucking hate myself because because you're around fucking just horrible people all the time. I'm not talking about the workers. I'm talking about the customers mm. and the schedules fucking bullshit where, you know, you don't get this. You have to work weekends and you don't get to see your family on holidays and, every, you know, it's I'm just not doing that anymore. Right. So people say to me, they say, well, what do you do? And And it's and I can't answer that. I tell them, well, I, I produce podcasts or I play guitar or I'm really good. Even sales. Like when I first started looking for a job, I, I, I was like, I'm not doing sales anymore. I'm done with sales. And now I've, I've relented to the fact of, okay, I'll, t- I'll, take, I'll even take a sales job, but it's got to be an inside kind of sales job Monday through Friday, something like that. You know, not, not a retail situation, not something where you're going to be working weekends and anyth- anything like that. And I'm still... It's still hard for me to find those. <laughs> I know what you mean. Cause you invested so much time of your life into something. So that's what makes you the professional at that. So right. Anything that you're going to like jump into as a good job is going to be in that field because that's what you did. Right. Well, here's the thing. I don't mind. Ta- I, I honestly, I, I don't mind taking an entry level position. Whatever I do is going to be a day job. My interest isn't going to lay into that. I, I probably will be the type of person that doesn't ever really have Air Shrimps a career in his life. You know, I'm going to work hard at all the things that I want to do that I want to take off like this show and, and other things like that. Because that's where I get the pleasure and the joy out of life for. And if we ever start making any sort of little money off of that or like a side income or whatever may happen to it, it's fine. I'll do the show to the day I die for, for, for nothing. I don't care because I have fun doing it and I think the people that listen to it enjoy it. But, uh, but whatever the job is, I've, I've set myself up, my life up in such a way that I don't need a lot of money. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I'm not out there looking for the the giant the, the giant job that's going to give me prestige and I'm going to make a ton of cash or anything. I could survive as a single dude with no kids, which is another thing that I'm pretty you know I'm sure I'm probably going to be for the rest of my life. Uh, I could survive on a smaller amount of money, and I've set my life up in that way to do that. And it seems like it, being a, a college graduate, a, a bachelor degree holding with a high GPA. Uh, 12 years of experience that in a lot of different things because yeah it was in a it was in a retail thing but it was also 12 years experience of management uh 12 years experience of of sales 12 years experience of customer service 12 years experience of scheduling uh operations whatever you know it's all there you know uh and you would think with all that you would just be able to find one little fucking thing and it's so hard to do <laughs> and it's it's really it and it makes you and I know people are probably listening to this right now and being like, oh, God, dude, stop complaining. I'm not complaining. I get that it's hard for everybody. I get that there's people out there that have been unemployed for much longer than me that are probably that probably have better experience and better credentials than I do. I understand that the economy still sucks, even though people are everyone's trying to act like it doesn't, but it still does. I understand all that. Um, but I guess what I'm trying to say is that it, it's it's it, it 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 works on you in a little bit of a way i don't does that make any sense it like yeah, makes you feel like uh makes you feel like you don't like you're not good enough for shit you yeah know? right like why can't i get an entry-level job you right know? when we were the new kids out of college 
It was like, oh, we want experienced people. And now that we're experienced in other things, it's, oh, we want the kids fresh out of college. Like, where's our generation sitting in the fucking, you know, nest? And I've been doing a lot of reading. I'm, I'm, I'm like a researcher at heart. So, so when I get into, like, when I get into a situation where I'm, I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling alone in the world, I like to reach out there and kind of see if other people are feeling the same way. So I've, I've embarrassing enough as it is. I've read message boards and Reddit and stuff like that where people complaining about this kind of thing. And I've read shit where like millennial kids just getting out of college right now are saying the same thing where they're like, okay, I'm $200,000 in debt. I have zero experience. And every entry level job wants four to like three to five years experience and it, and it starts paying $30,000 a year. That's how it was for us. Right. But it's even worse now because at least we went out of there, you know, like because I got grants and and, and shit like that, uh, uh, for school, like I only, I I only walked out of college like $15,000 in debt. You know, and was able to pay that off in ten years, no problem. Kids now, even if they're going to state schools, are walking out with like fifty, sixty thousand dollars in debt. Forget going to a university or or a higher end school. Some of these kids are literally leaving college with two hundred thousand dollars in debt. How and 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 looking at jobs that that are will only jobs that maybe ten years ago would have paid at least fifty grand, which nowadays isn't shit anyway. Now they're paying thirty five, thirty thousand dollars a year because they know that they can, yeah. and it's a shitty situation. And and uh, I, I know that we've brushed upon the, about this before, like we talked about basic income and stuff like that. But the more and more I look into the situation, now I'm totally taking this off of myself. But the more and more I look into the situation, it's it's like it's fucking scary. Yeah, you know, it's really scary. Yeah. I know. I always think about wanting to switch and to, you know try and do something because my job sucks because it's like seasonal. You know, and then there's that. And now that I'm off the books, there's no unemployment. So when the season ends, I'm just back at zero, you know, like like scrounging for scraps. And, you know, I'm like, oh, I need a new job. I can't do this seasonal shit. But there's nothing for me to do. I've been doing the same shit since I graduated college. What do I have experience in? Right. No. Well, that's the thing. You need you need a foot in the door someplace. Yeah. You know, and 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 again, I know this is universal and everybody, every job seeker searches for this. It deals with this. So I'm not trying to act like it's an original original thing, but it's like, you know, like, like, it's like, what can you do? And the answer is short of fucking like, like brain surgery or fucking some crazy like electronical like uh, fucking engineering or something like that. The answer to that is I could fucking do anything that you want me to do and I could do it really well because as soon as you teach me how to fucking do it, I'm going to start doing it and be really good at it yeah. because because you know, like that's just I learn really quickly and I'm really good at shit. But just getting yourself into a situation to even be able to proclaim that to somebody, you know? Like these places that are hiring, who do they give interviews to? I don't know. I have no idea. People with like 10 years experience. Well, right. But, but you know, some of these sales jobs that I've been, uh, that I've been um, uh, fucking applying to, I have more than the experience that they want, you know? And that's another thing is like sometimes, uh, sometimes <laughs> I'll get letters back when companies uh feel are at least nice enough to send you a rejection letter which doesn't normally happen you know i'll get letters back where they'll say yeah you know uh we just feel like you might be a little overqualified oh shit and it's like no like that's not fair yeah right that rarely happens but that's also happened and and i and i could i i'm sure that this same thing is happening to like 40 45 50 year old dudes out there like these guys that are getting you know these like corporate fucking uh suit and tie guys for life who who get laid off in their 40s and now they're they're the older guy that has a ton of experience none of these newer places want to pick them up and i'm sure they're going through that too those are the guys you see like taking your order at salad works and shit the old right you know and now here's the thing i and and this has nothing to do with pride this has nothing to do with ego. This has nothing to do with thinking that those jobs are beneath me or that anybody that works those jobs uh, are, are lesser people or anything like that. I respect anybody who works in the service industry uh, I, uh, by far. If we go out to a restaurant and you treat the, the waiter badly, like I'm never going to talk to you again. It's fucking – I'm 100% on that. The thing with me is, is that I, the, uh, getting a job like that will fucking ruin me it, 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 like mentally – of course, and and uh, and 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 I won't. I'll I'll start working a job with a weird, not, like a weird schedule that's really stressful that I fucking hate, and I'll stop doing the podcast. 
I'll stop going out on dates. I'll stop doing everything. It's, it's what I've done in the past. It just shuts me down. I'll start just drinking alcohol every night. I'll gain fucking 50 pounds. I'll fucking be depressed. I'll hate my life. And then I'll have to reset again. I've done it twice already. And I, and I know myself. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it is. But I just, I, I, I'll, I easily will get set into a situation and I'll just fucking stay there, you know? One of the biggest regrets of my life, uh, and uh, I always say that, but I don't have regrets, but with, you know, with things that you look back on and you're just like, man, I shouldn't have done that, was when I was 27 years old. Um, I got out, I, I, me and my long-term girlfriend at the time broke up. Uh, I, I, at this point, I was working for the same company that I worked to, for until 2014 or 15, um, and I hated it then. And, and that would have been, at 27 years old, that was my out. Uh, my whole plan was I was going to quit. I was going to come back to my parents' house at 27 years old, which isn't that big of a fucking deal, especially nowadays. And then I was going to just start over. And my, my friend, I, I had moved locations, um, and I was a sales manager in another location. M- one of my really good friends, who was my boss at the original location that I worked at, he was the general manager and I talked to him on the phone and I said, Hey man, I'm fucking, I'm done with this shit. I'm out of here. You know, like, uh, this, this place fucking blows. And, uh, and I just broke up with, uh, what's her name. And, um, and I'm just going to just start, start fresh. And he said to me, he said, well, why don't you just come back here to this place and, uh, I'll give you an easier schedule and you could just hang out until you find something new. And at least you're making some drinking money. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Right? And I was like, yeah, that you know what? That makes sense. Like, why cut off all income? I could go there. It'll it, it'll be easier. And uh and then, you know, within within six months to a year, I'll I'll find a new fucking thing. I was there for a that was two thousand seven. I was there for another seven years. Yeah. Now, granted, I went to I went to Manhattan, I started making a bunch more money and all that stuff, but still, that's the type of person I am. I stayed in a job that I hated for at least seven years. Because it was just like, well, at least I'm making money, you know? Yeah. So I know that I'll do that. If I was to go get a job at Dunkin' Donuts fucking handing out donuts right now, I would be 45 years old handing out fucking donuts. And that's the only reason that I refuse to do it. And you get into the groove and it's just like, you know, things are not like working out the way you want, but things are working, you know? So... Right. And I think, I think again, that's something that people deal with. And I think they deal with that in every aspect of their life where they're like, well... I fucking hate my wife. She hasn't blown me in four years. But do I want to go look for another chick who might not blow me? Or or do I want to risk fucking... Or do I want to pay rent by myself? Or, you know, or I again, like, I hate my fucking job, but I've been here for 20 years and I have a 401k, you know, and, and, and I, I don't... I don't believe that anybody in the world deserves that. We deserve better as human beings. Yeah. Well, that who says it? Bill Burr, where he's like, there's nothing wrong with being 30-something and sleeping on a futon because it's better than laying next to a bitch that you hate or kids you want to drown going to a job that you want to kill everybody at and right. be miserable. Right. Yeah. I get that. But also, you know, and, and I love that quote as well, and it, and it makes a lot of sense, but Bill Burr, now, granted, through through decades of hard work and, and being an intelligent guy and a good businessman and everything, has worked his way up to being one of the world's biggest comics and podcasters and stuff like that. So mm. so him looking back at that in retrospect can say, yeah, well, you know, if you're sleeping on a futon at 30, don't worry about it because at 45, you're going to be hanging out and smoking cigars with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. There's, you know, that just isn't going to happen for everybody. It's not going right. to happen for a minuscule amount of some people. Some people... When if they're thirty years old sleeping on a futon, will be sleeping on a futon when they're forty five years <laughs> yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 uh, I, it's just I, I don't know. I, I don't have an answer to it. It's just this is my world that I'm living in right now. And since I guess this is kind of a venting episode, um, I'm just venting that out there. But it's frustrating, honestly. I I I have thought, and this doesn't make any sense. I, I'm prefacing this by saying that th- this isn't a true thought. I dismissed the thought right away, but. The job search that I'm in, and and the uh, and the needs th- that I that I have to to have met that I feel like I'm not meeting right now, um, has has made me think about suicide in the in the past fucking like month or two. I know what you mean. It's and it's weird because normally I'm a happy fucking guy. Today I I took my bike out. I rode 30 miles. I rode to the beach. I swam in the fucking ocean. Um, I I, I had a great day. I'm fucking Snapchatting peeps and fucking making jokes and talking to ladies and having fun. And life was good. 
And then I got back here about an hour before the show or two hours before the show. And I was like, well, let me just, you know, like pop on and do a couple networking things and, and look for a couple jobs before that. And within 10 minutes, my heart was fucking racing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was fucking I was feeling insecure and, and, and feeling like, man, maybe I shouldn't survive. Like maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I'm not fit to be on this earth. You know, and it's it's a weird it's a weird thing because I know that's not true, but it just makes you feel like you're fucking worthless. I know. And then I talk to people, and they're like, well, "Why don't you just go get a job?" And I'm like, "Well, I didn't know how is it so easy for people to get jobs." <laughs> I know. I don't know. People are like, "Wait, you need a job? Just go on Indeed." It's like, no, Indeed's a bunch of bullshit. Like, there's not, you know, like you don't get jobs off of Indeed. Mm. You, you know, it's it's like fake shit. Company, <laughs> it's like, companies are like mandated that they have to put shit out there, like 10 percent of their job offerings out there to make it fair or whatever, and they just do it because they have to. It's not, you know, I'm sure some people find a job in those like kind of monsters Indeed places, but. Most of the time, you're just sending your fucking resume out into the to nothingness. It's yeah. the fucking never-ending story. You're just like fucking here, fucking Falcor. You know, <laughs> yeah. eat my fucking resume. That's all. That's all it is. Under fucking other skills, you got to put. I conquered the nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love nothing. I I don't know. I don't get it. And I I know people are gonna listen to this episode and be like, this dude is fucking whining. Just be a man and go out and do what you got to do. And I under fucking stand that and let me say another thing is that in the past year or year a uh, year or so that i've that i haven't worked um i've worked harder every single day than i ever did at my fucking job you know i would show up for work and i would work hard when i needed to but my eight or nine hour day probably like came out to about three hours of actual work mm-hmm. and the rest of the time was fucking around with my buddies and playing guitar and going to eat and taking longer lunch breaks than i should and you know doing all that bullshit with every day of my life now, like I wake up earlier than I've ever woken up. I fucking I I work out, I write, I work on the podcast, I work on fucking music, I work on finding a job. I like I have a thing that I do every day. So I'm I'm not being lazy. I'm working my fucking ass off, you know. Except the weekends when I'm only drunk for 48 hours. But <laughs> but you know, during 9 to 5 or 9 to 7 on fucking on the weekdays, I'm fucking working. It's just I don't know. And then you you know you hear you hear things people are like well you know stay the course and it's always the darkest right before the dawn <laughs> and, you know all that fucking bullshit and it's you know it make it's true you know something could pop up tomorrow but aren't there people that like help you get it like you you talk to them and you tell them what's you're what you're looking for and they help you get a job or something yeah like career oh, like a headhunter yeah headhunters and shit like that Does I that work I haven't tried that route because normally those people I, and I don't know. And I'm sure that uh, as soon as we air this, people will be like, that's not true. But I've always assumed, which I'm sure is, is a bad thing to do, that th- they work more with like mid-level executives who are like laid off and, and have a specific sil- uh, set like, I'm, I do this in marketing. Yeah. And, and here's these thousand firms that need somebody to do this in marketing, you know? Like somebody like myself, that, uh, like again, I, I would show up there and they'd say, okay, what do you do? And I would show them my resume and they'd say, Oh, oh, Guitar Center is looking for a manager. Yeah, right, right. And I and I would say, oh yeah, right. But that I don't want to do that anymore. And they would be like, what do you mean? You yeah. know, like I I I I know that there's career counselors, but that's also a job. Like that's ex- an expensive thing to go to, and uh, and they don't help you find jobs. They kind of just help you get into a better mindset, maybe help you with a resume and shit. Uh. And I understand what I'm doing is is technically like a career change. Yeah. You know. Like a midlife career change, which is, which is a hard fucking thing to do. So I, I wasn't expecting it to be easy, but it, it's it's one of those things where I'm not looking for much, you know. So I, I figured it would be easier. Again, I'm not looking to go get into some like fucking Fortune 500 firm and really climb up that corporate ladder and get a <laughs> get a fucking corner office one day. I don't give a fuck about any of that. It's actually just even saying that just gave me the biggest douche chills in the world. <laughs> I just want a job. It's nine to five, or and I know that doesn't exist. Monday through Friday, no nights, no weekends. That's all I want. Yeah. The money doesn't matter. I could live if I really had to get a job making fucking thirty thousand dollars or thirty five thousand dollars a year, like I did when I was twenty one years old or whatever. I'll fucking take it. Well, that's like what it is. It's it. That's another thing, man. That's it's crazy. It's it's well, I mean, the reason why it is because the th- real things that I really want to do in life 
uh, are are the things that I'm doing. I'm already doing that. I've already set my life in the motion of of the things that hopefully one day I'll be able to do in some sort of semi professional thing. But I but you know, unfortunately, you need unless unless I'm gonna be one of those dudes. I could be one of those dudes that goes and lives off a grid. You know, like builds a log cabin and fucking eats eats the fucking fruits of his land. It looks better every day, <laughs> dude. I'm telling. And here's another thing is, and I hope this makes you feel guilty, is that uh, is oh, me personally, yeah, yeah, because I'm hating on you today. <laughs> is that I want I I need to get the fuck out of New Jersey. It's just I need to get the fuck out of here. I I can't stand it here. Well. That's unfair because I like being on the beaches and, and all that stuff, and I like the fact that my 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 niece and my soon to be twin nephews and my and my family is around and shit like that. So that part of it's cool, but like I, I have a per, I have a thing boiling inside of me where I feel like I just need to go somewhere else, you know. And uh, and the only reason I'm not doing that, the only reason that I haven't just gotten into a car and driven to another state, found a fucking town, parked that fucking car, got out, went to the first help wanted sign <laughs> and fucking started working there and found an apartment there. And just to see what life is like there is because of this podcast. And because you don't have a car. Well, but I, I could get a fucking car. That's not a problem, you know. But what I'm saying is the reason I haven't fucking flown the coop. Which I think about every day of my fucking life. Hey, me too. Man. Is because I want to do this podcast with you. So therefore, just to bring this all back around, that's why it kills me when you text me at six thirty <laughs> saying that you're going to AC instead of doing the podcast. You know what I think about? I always think about like, where's a good place to be homeless? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like driving around town. I'm I'm looking at places like. So would I sleep there? Would I sleep like? Would people bother me if I pitched camp there? <laughs> you know, sometimes I feel like that. That is like a bottom that maybe I need to experience that might kick me in the ass a little bit. And I, I'm always hard on myself, so so I like I struggle with the thing of I feel I never feel like I'm doing enough if the result isn't there. So no matter how hard I'm working on something, if the res- if the desired result of that work isn't immediate. Or, or, or at least like coming soon or, or, or the progress is even showing that it's one day going to give that result. I feel like I'm not doing enough, you know? Um, so, so I've thought before like, well, you know, like, like, yeah, the situation that you're in right now isn't, uh, isn't like the best situation. It's not what you want forever. But it's still kind of an okay, comfortable situation. You're around friends and family and you get to do your podcast and play all your guitars and, 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 you know, whatever and just, you know, be able to live still and eat and whatever. And I've thought about that where I'm like, maybe I do need to be fucking like homeless, you know, like maybe, maybe my, my friends and family need to be like, you know what, dude, we're not helping you fucking out anymore. Get out and go just live like somebody who doesn't have anybody. And maybe that will like kick me into something where I'm like, have that revelation or something it doesn't i know it's not going to because because then you're just like well i got no one to fucking yeah. you know make proud of me anymore so i'll just be a piece of shit <laughs> well that's the thing is like I'll, i'm the type of person to be like well this box isn't too bad yeah. you know like at least i got a box next to a couple cool people and fucking yeah. um I, and there's a dumpster over there where they throw bagels in every fucking day at 3 p.m so <laughs> life is good I, I that is the way i am that's the way i am all right so we both have that default yeah so all right I mean, yeah, it's a default, but at the same time, it's like at least, you know. Defect is what I meant to say. Yeah. If, uh, you know, if, if you do hit that bottom, it's not like you're out, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but Still maybe. skipping along that bottom. <laughs> maybe you're maybe you're out, but you just don't know that you're out because you're stupid yeah, enough yeah. to not think that you're out. I know. You know? I know. It, it is a very naive way to be. But I don't know. I, I just think, you know, sometimes that if the like we talked about that one time like the less you have and the less expectations there are of you you know the easier life is sometimes well yeah and there is you're right and and i have of course subscribed to that 100 percent. i you know as far as like the things that you own owning you and and uh and 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 putting pressure on yourself that doesn't need to be there yeah but the pressure to to make a living and 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 have a place uh to you know uh, to live uh on your own and and be able to function in society is kind of a basic need no matter how small that may be you know it's a tough need to fill yeah it it is especially when when you don't 
there's nothing that you want to fucking do. You know, like I sit there and I'm just like, ah, I would, you know, I would like to do this and I would like to do that. But then I think about it and I'm like, does that make me excited or happy? And I'm like, nope, not at all. You know, the thing, again, the things that make me excited and happy are the things that I do already. Mm -hmm. And I, and I work hard at them. It's just a matter of these are things that, that are, that are hard to break through in, you know, like, uh, whatever, you know, like, let's, like, let's just bring up the podcast. There's, there's a billion fucking podcasts out there every day on itunes another thousand podcasts show up on itunes yeah. you know it's it's a diluted thing now i believe in abundancy and not and uh, uh, and not scarcity so i'm not trying to act like like uh oh like there's too much competition it's not that kind of thing we already have a, a like an, a a small nice audience of people that are devoted to the show and it's and it's growing all the time and i'm appreciative of that and i would and and it's not like i would ever want to get to or i would ever aspire to be like uh, the next WTF or Keith and the girl or something like that, where, you know, you're making tons of cash off the podcast. It's more of a, a mid-level, like, like as far as like comedy goes, I would just be happy being a road comic. I don't care if I ever get a comedy central fucking half hour or, or something like that. If, if, or, and it's the same thing with a band. Like I would love, like be happy with just being a club musician, you know, if I wanted to go that route. And, and and you know these people that that they don't make a great living, but they fucking do what they like for their life, and they're able to afford at least a little bit a, a small apartment or something like that. Yeah, you know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what the answer is. I have no idea. You know, that's why cover bands they do kind of good. That they can make like a career out of that. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, no, I know, I know. I, the bills. I know some kids that uh that play in a cover band and they do really well. Yeah. Problem with that is that it, it's almost like a, a food service or a retail job where uh, you work the exact opposite of everybody on the face of the earth and you never get to see your friends and your family. That's true. And being in a band is the same way and being a stand-up comedian is the same way. You know, you really have to you really have to love it to do it because you're going to sacrifice a lot in your life to fucking do it. Yeah, that's you true. Know? There was times that we would play shows where I would think to myself like, oh, I want to be the one enjoying the show, not the one <laughs> playing the show. Yeah, but knowing you, you would just you would just get off the drums and go into the show, and then all of a sudden we'd look and we'd be like, "Why is Richie in the crowd?" And you'd be like, "It's more fun down here, guys." <laughs> you get because a, I'm Richie, and I'll do whatever I want whenever I want. You get a text message from the bar, <laughs> taking the night off. <laughs> you look over, there's just a fucking metronome going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you it's the you, wacky metronome. You would get fired for the metronome, but. <laughs> Last thing you'd ever want to do, be like, "Damn, that metronome's good." <laughs> Fucking keeping time like a motherfucker. <laughs> I know the feedback I'm going to get from this episode because I, I know that that was a, a selfish rant that I that I went on, but it's what I'm feeling right now. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of people that deal with that same shit. I'm um, dude. There, there's millions of people dealing with that right now. A lot of people much older than I am that are in worse situations. Than I am that that maybe are on the street. Or, or, or dealing with some sort of fucking illness or have kids or, or have like a, a, a fucking a world's weight of debt fucking on top of them that they'd feel like they're never going to do. I get it. I'm not trying to act like I, like I'm some special case or something like that. It's just, it's just what I'm specifically dealing with at this moment. Like, how do those people that have like mad kids and stuff, how do they have a, and, but then they work at like McDonald's, how do they get apartments? Well, there's a lot of government assistance there. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I always wonder that, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and also, and also, the willingness to live in 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 very impoverished areas. Yeah, you know, um, which is, I'm not saying that I'm above that, but it's just something that that I probably wouldn't fit into very well. You know, <laughs> probably yeah. be victimized in, and also probably not be able to be eligible for. Yeah, you know, because on paper. I'm a fucking middle class dude, you know. If you look at my pay stubs for the last twelve years, it puts me right in that, you know, middle upper middle class fucking area. Yeah, you know, it's it's not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. It, it, I guess to put, to put it on a wider scope is that the the, the clamp is is coming down. You know, there the, every day. I've been reading a lot about this too, and I think I mentioned it before. Every day, there there in in corporate America, air shrimps, which. Uh, you could read into that however you'd like, but but in these these uh, office jobs, these cubicle jobs, um, you know what they're doing now is that they're firing their long term high earners, guys who've been with the company for fucking twenty years, um, you know that are in their forties and fifties and 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 used to a certain salary. They're firing them, and then and then and then hiring them back 
when they go to temp agencies because they can't get jobs anywhere. So they go to a temp agency and then that company hires them back at half or like a quarter of their salary. The same company. Same company. That's so fucked yeah. up. And this is a business. This is a business plan from these companies. And, 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 uh, okay, we should wrap up, but I'm going to just talk about it a little bit more. Here's the thing that bothers me when, uh, uh, okay, I'm still pissed off at you, so I'm I'm just (laughs) fucking. Uh, Here's the thing all these corporations have money. I understand if you work for a mom and pop kind of thing or, or like a small startup or something like that, but if you're working for a big corporation, they have money. They just don't want to give it to you. Yeah. And 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 what bothers me is when people get on the sides of these corporations and act like them giving people a living wage would be devastating to the corporation when it's just not true. I'm going to boil it down to a lower thing that kills me is the fast food workers fucking fighting for $15 an hour. Okay? I see shit on social media all the time saying... Why should why should fast food workers make $15 an hour? And the answer is because McDonald's and Wendy's and Burger King can afford to give their workers, who, by the way, work their fucking asses off, work horrible schedules, put up with horrible fucking customers, uh, all that fucking shit, they fucking uh, can afford to pay them $15 an hour, and it won't change anything. It will not change a fucking thing. Now, here's another thing. $15 an hour still isn't enough to live off of. So it's not like they're asking for $25, $30 an hour like a regular fucking average job would pay. They're just asking to be able to maybe afford some food for their fucking kids because they work 40 to 50 hours a week. And the fact that there's people out there that will take McDonald's side and they'll say they'll say things like, well, uh, you know, uh, uh, People in the military don't make $15 an hour. Why should people that work at McDonald's make more than people in the military that are protecting our country? And the answer is they shouldn't. The people in the military should be making $25, $30 an hour. And guess what? The government has that fucking money to pay those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so the McDonald's people should go from making $7.50 an hour to $15 an hour. The military people who hands down have a more important job and put their lives on the line should make $25 to $30, uh, $30 an hour, whatever, whatever the, the ratio may be. And it should go up like that because – it, it, the reason that this isn't happening is because these companies are hoarding all their money and not and not paying the people that work for them what they're worth. Mm-hmm. And so for anyone to ever be on the side of the corporation in that situation, it fucking blows my mind. But yet every day I'll see on Facebook or Twitter or something people saying like, oh, and and uh, or like they'll put up a picture of fucking um, of like a McDonald's burger. I've seen this one a bunch of times where it's a McDonald's burger and like the cheese is off the side of it. Like they didn't put the cheese on it right. And they write, and you want $15 an hour. Well, guess what, dude? These people don't give a fuck about their jobs because it's a horrible job that they still can't live off of. If they were getting paid $15 an hour, which again, isn't even a, isn't even a, nowadays a, a fucking a, a livable wage, they'd probably take more pride in their work. But corporations don't understand that. They don't understand that. They don't give a shit. Yeah, they, we are, you're right. Like, Maybe that's what it is. They just like, don't give a shit. Like Pop, I mean, Papa John's goes through the same thing. Like he doesn't want to give them, give his workers like eight dollars an hour, and he lives in like a castle with a moat. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Again, these people aren't asking for much. I don't know. That's just it, it. Just bothers the shit out of me, and and it bothers the shit out of me that people are okay with that. People were people were more they were, they were lied to, and they were more okay with all the unions being busted up, which allowed the, which allowed the companies and the corporations to make a, a a bigger wage gap and suppress the workers. And it's it's all been a big plan, and and for people out there to be like, yeah, that's that's the way it works. In this capitalist society, there should be people working forty hours uh, forty hours a week who can't afford to live or eat. That's the way it works. is is mind blowing to me. I don't know. That's well, it. People that make enough money aren't going to care about fast food workers. They're gonna, you know they're just going to say. Well, that's hey. another thing. They say get a well get a better job. Well, guess what? Even the better jobs are going away. Yeah. You, you know. So, it, 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 like, at what point? Is it a better job? You know, I saw something the other day which was great. They, uh, I, I forget who put it up, but it was it was something along the lines of, 
you know, like uh, you 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 work your ass off to get a job, and then people make fun of you for that job. You 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 find somebody that you love, and then people make fun of you because that that person isn't attractive enough. And 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 you know, or you 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 work your ass off to make something to make something creatively, and then people say that it sucks. And and it's true. Like nobody supports anybody else because everybody lives in the scarcity mindset where they feel, and that's another big lie. Now we're going over time, and I'm becoming the conspiracy theorist. So I'm going to cut this <laughs> off after this. But that's another that's another big lie that we've been told our whole life, and it's by design. Is that there's not enough resources in the country or in the world for everybody who lives here, and therefore you have to fight to be one of the people on top because the people on the bottom will die because there's not enough there's not enough to go around, and that is a giant lie because the reason that there's not enough to go around is all the people at the top have hoarded all that mm. and they're not willing to give it to the people. Yeah. Like the immigration thing with the fucking border and the stupid fucking wall, if they, if everybody lived in the abundance mindset, there would be more than enough to go around. We would be asking Mexicans to come into the United States to work some of these jobs because there is enough resources and enough money and enough everything for everybody all the time. The problem is is that and I hate using this term but but forgive me the 1% of people are hoarding that and not willing to give it to the other people mm-hmm. and and that's it. It, it there there is more than enough resources for the human race to live happily and and peacefully for for uh millennia and millennia to come but it's our own doing it's our own greed and and all that that's that's forcing that not to happen and what the people on top don't understand is as soon as all the people on the bottom are crushed and killed, there there goes their profits. What are they going to do? You know, it's like a short term plan. You know, they're just like, well, I don't give a shit. I'm going to die in 20 years, so whatever. I just want to I just want to keep all this money out of the hands of everybody else for that long. And who gives a fuck what happens? And that's how everything is going to collapse. Okay, I know I'm being depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm going to go eat rice and. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know where we went on this podcast, and I truly do apologize, but I'm—I guess I'm pissed. I'm a little—I'm a little fucking—I'm uh, a little heated this episode. Maybe I'll be here on Friday. No, you will be here on Friday <laughs> at eight fucking p.m. Eight with ten things. With ten things. Oh, I gotta get started now. Either that, or I'm gonna complain about the fucking the government and conspiracies for another hour. Why? And none of, I believe all. That. None of the listeners want that. I believe in all. Of none of the listeners want that. <laughs> Um, all right, look, leave reviews on iTunes, please. Once we get 100, we're going to throw a party, and it's going to be fun. And uh, the band thing is still going. We're going to wrap that up very, very soon, I promise. I'm just being lazy and also don't really know when my co-host is going to show up. Um, any last words? Richard? Huh, I told you I'm going to go eat some rice and kill myself. Okay. Or pick out a good box somewhere. <laughs> Well, if we're still uh, if we still have roofs overhead and alive by Friday, then we'll see you then. If I knew a breakup man, I can't break you up and taste you again. With love, with breath, wanna smoke you up. Even though my chest hurts, smoke you up. Get more pain, less wanna smoke you up. Inhale my best and I'm out of love. With love, with breath, wanna smoke you up. Even though my chest hurts, smoke you up. Get more pain, less wanna smoke you up. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.